you woke up this morning, it's a good day. If you woke up healthy, it's a good day. If you woke up refreshed, then it's a good day. So get up, get out, get on your way. If you woke up broke, it's still a good day. And if you woke up diseased, it's still a good day. And if you woke up exhausted, it's still a good day. Because you woke up, so get on your way. Welcome to Travel by Proxy, the show where we leave our house so you don't have to. I'm Andrea. And I'm Aaron. In each episode, we feature a destination anywhere from right in our neighborhood to far off lands. We bring you our experience, some history, and a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening to this in your car, on a train, on a plane, or in Spain, you'll learn about something to add to your bucket list. Or to remove from it. And in this week's episode, we talk with Maggie Schultz about Heidelberg House in Indianapolis and wandering the streets of Frankfurt, we taste a beer from Bad Weather Brewing up the street, and discover why beer and brats are such a great combination. So sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. So Maggie, how does it feel to <laughs> for us to tell our audience that Bad Weather Brewing is just up the street from Frankfurt? I mean, it... Or, it- yeah. It may as well be. The the Bad Weather Brewing actually backs up uh, in the alley. They back up to Waldman Brewing, which is where I stopped to get beer before coming here, only to find out that on Mondays they are closed for private events. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, so it's actually, it, it's, it backs up to Waldman Brewing, not right. up to the city of Frankfurt. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, but it didn't, uh, actually I think Bad Weather used to be located out in like, um, used to be part of a triple brewing project collaboration before they moved to St. Huh. Paul, if I recall. That could be, I don't remember. Yeah. I, this I is when you do the research before you actually beers. start the show. Um, That's fair. We do that sometimes. I'm going to Google it. Do it. Yeah, Aaron, I'm going to go ahead and interview questions and introduce our guests. Absolutely. Maggie, welcome to the Spare Bedroom Studio. How are we doing? I'm doing great. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Uh, We are going to be talking about Waltman's, and we are going to be drinking a brew from Bad Weather. What what did you pick up from Bad Weather? So I picked up a Whitbeer, which is a German uh, or Belgian white style of beer. Uh, I figured we're talking about German beer. I should bring German beer. Makes perfect sense. That's how I was trained by my German grandparents. <laughs> oh, the German grandparents. They exist, and they're wonderful. Everyone in Minnesota has at least one. That is mostly true. I'm German-Irish <laughs> okay, and Norwegian. Yeah, and I'm I'm German and Irish and English, maybe? We're not hmm. sure. Hmm. It happens. Yeah. It's okay. Not everybody has done, like, the 23andMe or the, like, crazy ancestry things. Yeah. I did ancestry for a little bit, uh, but then... I realized it costs like $35 a month. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. You yeah, know, I'm done and with that. I have looked into the um, DNA databases mm-hmm. and I don't trust their privacy policies. That is okay. <laughs> you can be, you can be private and hold your own DNA yeah. for yourself. It's, it's for me. They used to share their brewing facility with Badger Hill Brewing in the North Loop. And this oh, is okay. bad weather we're still talking about. Yes. Yeah, for and clarification. Then they, before that, they were in Minnetonka Production Facility, not Shakopee, which oh, was what I was thinking of, because okay. they had a shared brewing space in Minnetonka. Gotcha. That actually ties it perfectly back to my German grandparents. <laughs> they lived in Minnetonka for the past uh, 40 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, but... <laughs> <laughs> We are full of fun today. So um, why don't we kind of get into first the taste of the episode? Mm-hmm. Um, you brought us a Whitbeer. Yes, I did. You brought a growler of Whitbeer. I did. 
so they for, wouldn't let me take glass glassware yeah, out. That's okay. And so put it in my car. I suppose that they would probably frown on that. That would be drinking and driving. Uh, for the uninitiated, un- uninitiated, not uninitiated. Although I suppose those would technically be the same word, just it's, different pronunciations. Yeah, it's, a, it's an issue of semantics rather than like whether or not that is true. <laughs> uh, for the uninitiated, I'm just going to stick with that pronunciation from now on. <laughs> uninitiated. For the uninitiated, the uh, a growler is 64 ounces of beer. It's a half a gallon. Whoops. <laughs> and uh, the uh, it, it's generally the reason that beer is served from a brewery in growlers is um, it was one of the things that breweries were allowed to distribute to get around the 321 model um, of distribution in Minnesota. The 321 law being that in order for a like a brewery to um, sell their beer, they had to sell to a distributor and then sell to the consumer. Whereas with a growler, they can do direct sales yeah. thanks to the Surly Bell. Yep. I have... Poured us each some History. of this beer. Uh, I got nice pint-sized glasses for both Maggie and for Andrea. And for myself, my normal tiny little taster. All right. So the first thing that we do when we uh, taste a beer is we get the we look at the color. This one has a kind of almost like a lemonade color. It's like a smoky gold. Yeah, I kind of like that. Um, mm-hmm. Almost like a, like, a, like a summer wheat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now we do the smell, right? Mm-hmm. You get a lemon zest in lemony, that one. Lemony, and you can you, I can smell the wheat, but that mm-hmm. could just be that I know it's a wheat beer. Yeah, no, I can get a little yeah. bit of that, like wheat, wheat grass. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm just getting mm-hmm. citrus notes, and it's definitely earthy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna predict right now. My my uh, prediction right now is that Aaron will probably decide that this one has too much of that malt flavor for him. Probably. Because I don't drink beer. <laughs> yeah. We found two. We have found two. Uh, two and a half. Two and a half. That's two right. Half. Uh, the uh, the Rosetta from Omegong was like my oh, yeah. my half seas. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like I wanted to continue drinking it. Which was Fair. also Belgian in a Belgian inspired style. Mm-hmm. So maybe this actually might be an, another exception to the rule. That's Man, true. Because that was also like I listened to that episode right before <laughs> coming here. <laughs> Oh, and since I have to get this out of the way anyways, shout out to my coworker Shelby, who listens to every single episode, even though she drinks like almost no alcohol in her life. I appreciate every time that she gives me feedback on our, our episodes. So there you go. There's your shout out, Shelby. All right. So here we go. Are you ready for the taste? All right. Hmm. Oh, yeah. No, that's got a yeah. real strong, like, tart. Um, mm, uh, like, you got a good lemon... <laughs> Lemon hit right on that tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a noise I was not expecting to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I like that E. <laughs> can, we, can we actually, uh, we should add that to our Teespring store. We, we should add initiated and E. <laughs> uh, the face I was making was probably amazing too because it felt weird it's to be great. made by my I'm head. I'm pretty sure there's an emoji of that face. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that is not my cup of tea. Uh, it is a cup of beer, um, which is something that I generally don't like. Uh, as far as tasting notes, I, I got the malt and I got the like brewery flavor that we've mm-hmm. discussed at many times that I don't know if I really need to get back into for the sake of having a guest here and we can spend more time talking to her. <laughs> What's your opinion on the mouthfeel, though? 
Um, it's cool and like when it was in my mouth, it was kind of refreshing. It was just once everything hit the full palate, yeah, that it like, started what, getting what unpleasant. Oh, I love it. But do you get the like? For me, it's the it's got that like nice crisp um, yeah. sensation, almost like you're um, like biting into uh, like a like a uh, like a, a zesty like fruit. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. I will say, outside of like the the taste that does the thing to me that made the noise that happened, um, <laughs> if if it was like a really hot day and I desperately needed something to drink anyway, and somebody handed me this, I would not hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good summertime beer. Yeah. yeah, this would make a really, really good brat beer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's it is weird because it's like again because we've talked about this before on the show, and I don't know like we haven't really talked about it with Maggie <laughs> here, but I like I love like beer cheese soup and beer brats and things that have the taste, but with all of the things I don't and like cooked out of beer, it. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of beer, tell us about your journey. My. My journey. Yeah, tell us about um, first. Tell us about yeah. Tell us about um, the thing that inspired you to. Well, the the true inspiration was continuing to poke you guys on your Facebook and Twitter feeds <laughs> and tell you to go to Waldman's, uh, because Waldman's is this um, wonderful little brewery and worstery in St. Paul, um, just off of West Seventh on Smith Avenue, which is a. They're, they're just on the on the downtown side of the high bridge and uh I, it's a wonderful little place they've completely restored and renovated the building uh, and given it that historical character um really brings it back to the history of the state and waldman's they took the name actually from a brewery that was here when the state was founded yeah oh wow uh, yeah mm-hmm and, and then, yeah, as I understand, and, it used to be a firehouse. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. and they they make their own beer and their own sausages in house. Um, I've eaten there a couple times, and it's incredible every time. Full confession: I actually have eaten their sausages as well. Yes, um, I've been there, and I've been, I've encouraged that my Wisconsin in laws go there. Ah, yes. I well, St. Paul's easier for them to get to than Minneapolis. That's true, it's mm-hmm. a shorter drive. It's still more difficult to drive around in the city proper it, I will it hold, is the, I the will hold one that opinion forever the one thing that's rough about about what the waldman's location is parking and mm-hmm. I'll, yeah. I'll admit to that so go prepared to to maybe park where you know your car is going to be safe and and do a little bit of walking i did notice today that parking in front of their building is now open 24 hours with no really restrictions which is oh. great to see because it wasn't always like that, uh, but I, I love it. It's a great location, and as mentioned, it's uh, right around the corner from Bad Weather Brewing. They uh, actually the alley entrance that I walked up to to find out that it was closed was within sight of the of the loading dock at Bad Weather. <laughs> <laughs> and to give everyone, just because I pulled it up because I was curious, um, because I don't live too far off West Seventh Street. Yeah. Um, but it's it's actually because I'm on the east side of the city and it's mm-hmm. on the west side. Uh, but it's just in between Seventh and Goodrich Avenue on Smith. So for those of you huh. looking to go, if you can't just Google it and get directions that way. If you know street numbers, their street names better than do that. So, um, from a German, like a German worstery, uh, yeah, you you actually suggested a different kind of restaurant as well. You you like German food? I I do. It's it's a it's a blessing and a curse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, growing, you know, growing up here in Minnesota, you've got, you know, everybody does brats over the summer. That mm-hmm. is something oh, yeah. that you grow up eating. You're, you go to a family reunion, mm-hmm. they'll have brats, mm-hmm. not hot dogs. Brats. Brats. Uh, and so I learned early to uh, love brats and love yeah. different kinds of brats. So mm-hmm. I love, you know, when I've traveled, I last, last year went to Italy and we had a layover in Frankfurt on the way there and on the way back. On the way back, it was a seven-hour layover. Nice. Seven hours in Which Frankfurt. Which seven hours is not fun for a layover, but if you're getting to experience a city yeah. during that time, and it's, it's nice. You know, it's not an American city, so you can just walk out of the airport and you don't have to wait for two hours <laughs> to get back in. So we we you know left the airport, took a train into town, and went to the biggest train station we could find and uh, just started wandering around. Uh, found this tiny german restaurant and you know i looked in and i'm like that looks super german let's just go in there because <laughs> the the one thing that i wanted to do my one mission on that layover was i need to drink beer and have a brat what beer yeah. did you have i had a it was a just a plain old belgian white and nice. it was beautiful but the sausage was amazing they just brought us this plate of, I got the Frankfurter special which was for two people and my partner and i shared it there was um, potatoes and and a sauerkraut and brats and um, just piles of meat. It was delicious. <laughs> we uh, we um that we, needs to be we, a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's piles of meat. We, we have an affinity for for meat piles. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I do believe that that uh, I have also indulged in the 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 sausage as well and um. Right back to when we were talking about Merlins, and I was just like, every time I go back, I have the sausage, and you lost your mind because you were just like, oh, you love sausage in your mouth so much. We're all 12. <laughs> it doesn't matter how old you get. Yeah. Like, I'm 37, and all I can do is like laugh at farts and stupid little humor yeah. like that. So when you uh, when you go to a traditional German restaurant, yes. how does that compare to going to a German restaurant here? You know, we talked Waldman's, and then in a previous episode, we've talked about like other German restaurants. So yeah. how does that mm-hmm. compare to going to a German restaurant here? It's actually not that different. Huh. Uh, I think that's that's kind of the the blessing and the curse of of having so many so many German folks here is that their people brought their their traditions from home and haven't needed to change them much. Like, um, what about like the decor or, um, uh, decor? I mean, I've been to Gasthofs, but I've been in the basement and the decor there is that of a Lutheran church basement. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't have the, the old, you know, mm-hmm. the old woodwork and, yeah. um, the, you know, the big leather stools that you see at a, at a German restaurant, gotcha. but. But it's, I mean, pretty similar. I've also been to uh, Heidelberg House out in uh, Indianapolis, which is this cute little, it's a combination restaurant and kind of gift shop. Um, And it was filled with, you you walk in the door and it's stuff that they've just imported everywhere. They had the little, um, these little wine corker guys that, that you know you they've got a little handle on them and they'll put a beer into their mouth oh and, yeah. yeah 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 um or one was a I, I bought one for my grandpa that was a swinging a baseball bat because he <laughs> wow. loves baseball 
Um, and they had, you know, Berta magazine. Berta is a, I, I geeked out about that because I'm a, I'm a costumer and a fashion person. So I saw mm-hmm. all these Berta magazines and I'm like, oh, should I get one? What is Maybe a Berta not. magazine? Berta. It's a, it's a, um, German pattern company. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. But it, and it's that... hard to find their patterns here in the States. Ah. So they had all these magazines and I'm like, oh, well, I can't get that pattern unless I or, like order it online. Mm-hmm. Did they, they do? Had, um... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yeah, interrupt. No, you're Continue good. talking. They, so they have stuff kind of everywhere. And of course, Hummel figurines. Very important to have the glass case of Hummel figurines. Mm-hmm. Can you describe um, what a Hummel figurine Hummel is figurines. for those that don't know? Um, they're little porcelain kind of slice of life figures mm-hmm. um that are you know meticulously painted and they come out of germany i think out of bavaria um and i know my my grandma has like six of them and they're you know very they're placed on cabinets that children can't get to them mm-hmm. but <laughs> hummel figurines are a, are, a, are a big thing but they kind of there's kind of this stuff everywhere and everything is tagged and you can you know pick one up while you're eating and buy it at the end of the day at the end of your meal. But they have tables just kind of interspersed among all of these piles of stuff. Nice, very interesting. Jeez, one of the <laughs> sounds like a tchotchke collector's yeah. dream. Yes, does. yes, especially German tchotchkes. <laughs> one of the big uh, one of the big things that we see at um, like the German restaurants, especially the German like beer halls. Is and in German movies like Beer Fest and um, is the boot? Oh, the yes. boot. Is that something that you saw when you were in Frankfurt, or no. do you think that that's a <laughs> purely American creation? Well, I'm pretty sure that that's a purely American creation, uh, and this is you can fact check me if you want. Um, but when I was when I was in Europe, the culture there isn't to drink until you can't anymore. Mm-hmm. You. There, you drink beer because it tastes good. Mm-hmm. And you drink it because you've had a long day and it's time for a beer. You don't drink it because I need to fill my body with a boot full of beer. <laughs> you know, I'd almost think um, I'd almost think that if, if the boot was a real thing from any part of Germany, it was more of like the social aspect that like we were talking about with our episode with Gastos. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not like, oh, have this four liter boot that you right. suck down yourself. It is passing it around. we're going to pass mm-hmm. this and, and share it. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it seems like it's more like that would be its history. And then it's the Americans do what we always do. And it's like, oh my God, we need to make everything happen intensely. Just everything huge. And it has to get you so wasted. Wow. So, um, you what else uh, in Frankfurt? Did you just eat like the German? Fra- well, I said Frankfurt. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just don my like weird like hipster cab here. Frankenstein. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you want to ask this question then? Do you want to just finish my question here, Aaron? Just take it from there. I don't even know what you were. I don't know. Anymore. I just said in Frankfurt. So in you can Frankfurt. go ahead. And, you can go ahead and start another question off of that. Cool. In Frankfurt. Um, did you, did you do anything else besides like going to the restaurant? Did you like go experience any other parts of the city? We really just wandered the streets for a couple of hours because it was, I mean, it was a seven hour layover, which Mm -hmm. seems like a lot of time. But when you take, 
you know, an hour to get out of the yep. airport, another half hour on the train that then really only gives you four hours in the city. So if we, that, yeah. yeah. So we just kind of walked around at a nice leisurely pace after, you know, running around Florence for a week. So mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to get off the plane, stretch Relax. your legs yeah. for a little while before the eight hour flight home. Hmm. So let's take that flight back home and tell us a little bit about your Indianapolis adventure. <laughs> yeah, so I went, that was going to Heidelberg House, the, all the tchotchkes everywhere. Yeah. So okay. that was, uh, I had, I was visiting a friend and her um, mother was from Germany. Oh, so gotcha. uh, highly recommended this place. Well, this is what it's like in Germany and not at all what I experienced, but I believed her. <laughs> okay, so if you're in Indianapolis, that's the place to go. Absolutely. That is probably the closest to a German worst that I've had ever. Ooh, high uh, praise. And Waldman's is is great, but I don't think currywurst is a thing that exists in Europe. So it might, <laughs> but it's be. delicious, and I highly recommend going there as well. So awesome. if you were to plan like a worst tour of the Twin Cities, what would you suggest people hit up? Oh man, that is a good question. This is usually why, like, if we're going to do interviews in the future, we send our interview questions to our guests beforehand. Yeah, we probably should do that. But yeah. this is a fun that, time. The this ones is a fun that time. require answers. Um, worst tour. Because I can't even think of anywhere that really makes their own in-house. That's true. Okay. So, I mean, I no matter what the answer is, I'd start and end it at Waltman's. <laughs> have you been to Keg and Case Market? They have a... I have briefly that's another uh another lovely place on west Mm -hmm. 7th that struggles from a lack of parking options yes (laughs) you know the weirdest thing is the only thing i can think of is uh um morelli's okay and morelli's though is an italian place sure it is not german but they have a lot of sausage a lot of sausage well there you go we just have three places to stop at you can do uh you can do waldman Mm -hmm. you can go to keg and case and then you go to morelli's Mm mm-hmm and where is Morelli's located? Uh, just on the east side. Uh, it's like right by the exit to 52 on 7th. Okay. So it's like by that holiday. So east 7th, yeah. Yeah, it's like nice. east 7th over by that like big holiday, kind of by the uh, Mr. Car Wash. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk pretzels. Yes. <laughs> we. I mean, because when, when, when you eat, when you eat uh, sausage, like like the, 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 the meat is good, but carbs also... <laughs> Also play an important factor. Whenever you're drinking heavily, you need to make a carb donation to your belly. Correct. What is your preferred accompaniment with a pretzel? Just nothing. I just just like straight pretzel. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a, I haven't been to a place that had truly great pretzels that also had truly great mustard. Mm. So that has been a, a hang up for me. Um. Yeah, I just eat the pretzel plain. I'm, but I'm a big salt person, so anything gotcha. that really dilutes the salt, mm-hmm. I don't want anywhere near my body. <laughs> I can accept that. <laughs> All right, I do cheese, cheese, yeah, cheese. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it doesn't matter for me if it's the uh, if it's the like yellow nacho cheese oh, or no. the um, like nice beer cheese side dip. See, and I'm not a liquid cheese person. No, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. No, it's fine. But in terms of side dishes, not okay. Get out of the spare bedroom studio studio now, Maggie. We have (laughs) 
<laughs> no, um, in terms of in terms of sides, though, uh, the other thing that plays a huge part in German cuisine are the sides. I mean, kraut is sauerkraut, sauerkraut mm-hmm. is like a, a standard. Yes, but there are so many other rich things that play a part in German yeah. cuisine. Um, I always avoid the red cabbage. What is your favorite? Uh, red the- cabbage sauerkraut. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just personally attacked my guest here. That, I mean, that's not surprising to me. Um, yeah. I think the thing that I had in uh, when I was in Frankfurt that I loved more than I thought I was going to was the um, they had yellow potatoes. Okay, just crispy potatoes that they had on the plate, and it was clearly there as filler. But I ate all of it. Yeah, it was delicious. Okay, potatoes I split are it, delicious, but it was so good. What about your spatzel? I have not had, I, by the time I get to dessert, I'm full of meat. So okay. I typically mm. have been passing on the spetzel. So it'll come around. Yeah, you'll come around. Wow. Well, um, eventually, everyone has spetzel events eventually. <laughs> Aaron? Yes. I want to circle back to this bit. I mean, wit. Uh, I, my, my, the wit beer? beer? The wit beer? Yeah, sorry, my brain is like circling on weird pronunciations for words right now, so... Um, Frank? Of course, it's... Frank Ger- It's German wit beer, so it's spelled with a W, but it pronounced is. Yeah. with a V. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends. Like, there are some hipster, like, or not hipster, there are some beer people who do wit beer, and, and then there are some who do wit, wit beer. beer. Yeah. It depends on who, who you talk to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who brewed it, really, because, like, if the brewer says wit beer, it's wit beer. Right. Anyway... Um, what are your kind of final notes on the wit besides like the, the <laughs> yeah. beer taste? The E. Um it I mean it smells amazing, and that's the thing that like keeps keeps me going back for these whenever we do taste. Because like every, it, it's part of it reminds me of the first time that I started to drink coffee, that it smelled amazing oh, yeah. and it tasted like hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Um but then it's like you you know, you overdo the sugar and the cream, and then you get to a point where it's like you slowly start removing those two things, and then you get the actual coffee, and you realize, you know, where that balance point is for you you and your palate. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I keep doing with beer is pretty much the same thing, where it is like, it it usually smells just amazing. Like, it, there, are, there are times where I've had like this overabundance of malt, and I'm like, I know this is not going to be great for me, um... But every single time, it's like the citrus notes and the kind of other little like earthy uh, scents that come off of it. it. It's it smells great. If you are a person that enjoys beer, uh, like very casually, I would recommend this because if, if if beer is something for you that you enjoy, you just don't really like expand your boundaries for. Give this a shot. Okay. Yeah, Maggie. Um. We, uh, with the last couple of minutes here in the episode, first I want to give you an opportunity. Is there anything that you want to plug? Oh, Lord. I can't think of anything. (laughs) You, don't you do, you still do, um, like costuming, I still do costuming. Uh, my Facebook page is Bad Penny Design. That's Facebook and Instagram. Um, and I actually just entered some, a big round blanket in the state fair. Nice. So I'm hoping that that makes it. Good luck on that. <laughs> the other thing, and with the last minute or so, I want you to go ahead and give us your beer bot recipe. Beer, oh, beer bot recipe. Yeah, like I find anybody oh, that man. has an affin- affinity for like beer brats has their way of doing beer brats. So the trick is to go to Von Hansen's. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And and anyone who lives in the Twin Cities will tell you if you're going to buy brats, you got to go to Von Hansen's. It's a local butcher shop. Um, that's where I typically get almost all of my brats. Of course, I have brats in my freezer right now that I picked up at the farmer's market that I'm ecstatic to try. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, typically don't really do beer brats. I don't do the I don't do the boiling in beer. I don't do the soaking in beer. I just drink the beer while I eat the brats. That's pretty good. Yeah. No, it's good. I accept that. I fully, honestly accept that. Mm -hmm. So, Megan, I just want to say thank you very much for coming on Travel by Proxy and being our inaugural guest, even though I believe we're actually airing this one after we... uh, Yes. After we we record the episode with Justin. So we're going to have our social episode before this. So you've already listened to... You've already listened to Maggie Maggie and and Justin and and us having a conversation. And now it's just Maggie. And now it's just Maggie. Be sure to check out Bad Penny Design on Facebook. And Um, Instagram. We are out of time for today, but that doesn't mean the show has to end. You can contact us by leaving a comment at TravelByProxy.com or emailing fans at TravelByProxy.com. The Travel by Proxy theme is Good Day by Alex, copyright 2012. Our closing music is Now We're Talking by Jarrus, copyright 2015, both of which are licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license and can be found at dig.ccmixture.org. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it, and we wish you a look out your window. Walking with you and your moving peace stones and your Rearranging all the pieces that you find Now we're talking about Things and places, all the names And the faces of the people that you love